the question becomes, would that have happened if I just gave up on therapy as a whole when things got hard? The answer is no. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have the therapeutic voice that I have now. I wouldn't be the therapeutic soul that I am now. A lot of them aren't challenging people to do the work. They're not challenging people to push their limits. And so a lot of people have had a lot of really bad experiences in therapy. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Emilia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we're helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 271, Motivation Monday, How the People Around You Impact Your Brain. For today, number 272, The Truth About Therapy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, this is not going to be a dark episode. What we are going to talk about is the truth about therapy, which is that therapy is really, really hard if you're doing it correctly. Therapy is exhausting and not fun sometimes. And it is the reason why so many people will avoid it. Mm -hmm. Because I think we intuitively know that when we get into this, it's like, <laughs> this is going to be rough. This is not a fun time. But what we're also going to be talking about is why it's so important to allow yourself to go through that. So we're going to be diving into it today. And hopefully by the end of this, if you're someone who has been putting it off, <laughs> but you know you need it. I hope that at the end of this episode, you will feel more inspired to want to take that journey and take that chance on yourself. So important. Honestly, like the first time that I got introduced to therapy, to mental health, to what it is that we're talking about today was really when I was very, very young. And I remember how at the time it was more of like the pathologized therapy is like a place that you go to if you have problems, right? And no one has problems, obviously, right? Everyone's just having and living a perfect life, right? Which is not the case whatsoever. Like literally every single person has problems, challenges, and struggles. Yet we as a society really have a difficult time admitting that and acknowledging that and sharing in that. And when I was young, I was struggling through at the time, it was 
the fear of wanting to sleep over people's houses and kind of like that social anxiety in doing that because what people didn't know at the time, especially my family, they didn't know was because of what my traumas were prior to and accumulating to that time. Now, the experiences that I had induced fear within me, induced further struggle. And as a result of that, I needed a really safe space to be able to talk and express and work through the things that were really difficult at the time to emotionally work through. And the only place that was safe, that had awareness to, and that really strongly encouraged that in a positive way, despite how hard it might be, was therapy. And so into my first therapy session. And it was so interesting because looking back at it now, it was that difficult thing for me. And it one of the most scary things because you were so vulnerable, but I didn't stick with it. Had I, I would be a totally different person. But what I did stick with was the therapeutic applications of therapy itself and what that looks like, whether it be nature therapy, hydrotherapy, whether that be musical therapy, whether that be art therapy, like different types of therapy modalities is what I stuck with, especially when it got hard. And that allowed me to be who I am here today for every single person that I am now being even what some people have described as a therapeutic person to be around. And so the question becomes, would that have happened if I just gave up on therapy as a whole? When things got hard, the answer is no. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have the therapeutic voice that I have now. I wouldn't be the therapeutic soul that I am now. And I certainly wouldn't be able to sit here and speak with you, Bianca, about the truth about therapy if I just quit long before I saw my own results. Therapy sucks. Like, real talk. If you have a good therapist, you should, like, not want to see them half the time. And I tell my clients that all like when, especially clients who I know are dealing with like significant trauma histories or PTSD or severe depression or anxiety or honestly, I'm listing literally everything. So whatever. <laughs> the grand majority of my clients, I will tell them from the get, there's going to be days where you're going to want to tell me to go F myself. There's going to be oh, days yeah. where you're not going to want to show up. You are going to get so sick and tired of my face. You're going to hear my voice whenever you're doing things, and it's going to piss you off. <laughs> and they all have attested to it. They're like, I was going to do this thing, and I heard your voice in the back of my head, and I got so pissed off, and then I didn't do it, and I was glad I didn't afterwards. But <laughs> how many good? shoulders do you think you and I are sitting on? Because I have the same exact experience with some of my clients. It's like, what would Emmy do here? It's like, oh, Emmy would do this. Emmy would do that. Or Amelia would do this. And it's like, damn you, Amelia. Like, I just want to do this. It's like, but I'm really glad that I asked myself that question. How many shoulders do you think we're sitting on currently? Hundreds, if not more. I've had clients tell me, like, I'll just be in the middle of my day and, the, and your voice will come into my head and I get so pissed off and I'm like maniacally laughing like, because <laughs> that means I'm doing my job. And I'll tell them that. And I'm like, when you get yeah. so sick and tired of seeing my face, that's how I know we're doing the real work. That's how I know that like yeah. we're, we're doing it. So if you have a good therapist, if you have a good coach, therapy sucks. Because they're actually going to challenge you to face the things that you've been running away from. They are actually going to challenge you to do the work that you 
originally came to them to do. Now, I'm going to say this, and I have a lot of data to support this, and I'm just going to say it. Most therapists suck. They really do. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. A lot of them are challenging people to do the work. They're not challenging people to push their limits. And so a lot of people have had a lot of really bad experiences in therapy. They don't get a clinician who's actually going to be able to give them what they need. And then it's like, well, I'm not doing this. It's a waste of time. So then they come to someone like you or to someone like me who's actually going to challenge them, who's actually going to help them get not only what they want, but really the thing that they need, which is the courage to face their demons, to work through them, Mm. to do the hard work. And so when you're in the therapy session, when you're in the coaching session, it, it sucks. It does because you're getting asked questions that you're like, oh my God, I don't want to answer that. Like my, I have a client in mind and she's like, you always ask me that one question that I know the answer to and I don't want to answer it because I know you're right and it pisses me off. It's so funny. (laughs) But she's had more progress than anyone I've ever seen because (laughs) we've had the dialogues that, hey, listen, this is going to be really hard. You're going to want to run away from this. In fact, I'd be surprised if you don't try to run away a little bit. And it's okay. I'll be right here and I'll support you through it and we'll talk about it. And no, not every single session is going to be like your brain's getting stabbed by my questions. But if (laughs) if it's a good therapy, that will be involved in it. And it'll be a place where you feel safe enough to be challenged and safe enough to challenge us back and whatever. But in order to do it correctly, it does need to have that element of challenge and difficulty to it. Because that's where the growth happens. That's where the healing really happens. And that's the whole point. The whole point of it is to face the demons and the burdens and the mirrors that you've been running away from and to learn the skills and to gain the capabilities to be able to make the changes necessary and to have a safe space to do that. Hey, everybody. My name is Isaac, and I have been a part of Evolve for a little over a year now. My experience with Evolve has been nothing short of phenomenal. The community, the Evolve Ventures Society, is just a group of people who are all like-minded and growth-oriented and you can ask questions and um, get support from anyone and you can share and be open and that's what I really love about it. Emilia and Bianca have been nothing short of phenomenal, honestly. Uh, The amount they care about their team members and their mental well-being and their mental health and improving everyone's self-awareness. I could not have asked for a better place to be at right now in this point in my life. And yeah, keep evolving, everybody. The Greek word of therapy is rooted in cure, like cure or healing. 
And my perspective on this, <laughs> I just show my nerd flag, but etymology, I always am curious because like the meaning is already built in the word of what, what it's supposed to do for you, what it's supposed to, it's the give and take. If you take time to invest within something like coaching or therapy or, or something in between that, right, whatever modality it is, you're investing time and efforts to try to receive something, right? So like one of the biggest things that I want to say in this conversation is for for me, my perspective has been helping people understand and bring them to their own truth. And that's a really critical component around therapy and around coaching and this mental health component that we're talking about that so often we are avoiding, right? It's the same conversation, but just a different lens. So often are we avoiding the truth of life, the truth of our own experiences, the truth of our own dialogues, the truth of our own narratives, the truth of our own experiences. And we're just outsourcing and emotionally bypassing them all the time. To really be brought to your truth in a therapeutic sure. setting is a an expression of healing, is an expression of being, quote unquote, cured, right? But not from a sense of like lacking or a sense of like there's something wrong, but rather that things are happening and it's the meaning that we're assigning or the truth that we're giving and feeling and experiencing in our life experience where that truth really resonates and vibrates with us. And either we can block that up and hold that tight inside of us or we can work through it and help let that truth navigate who we become, what we do with that and where we go from there. And I think that that's a really critical component around therapy and therapeutic settings to help people really understand, is this, bring, is this bringing you closer to your own truth? Is it that, that effort, that work towards you being brought to your own truth, is that doing so in a way that is starting to really heal you? And again, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be super quick. And if it is, then it's probably not the right approach, right? Like it is a process. And that's the critical component that I think a lot of people lose sight of. And that's why it's a lot easier to avoid because it's a lot easier to just, you know, for example, do one click and have something show up to your to your front doorstep, be it dominoes or whatever, like and have you emotionally bypass what you're experiencing. Right. You get to avoid your truth of whatever you're going through. Right. I'm thinking of myself in college when I was like totally emotionally bypassing some of the hard stuff that I didn't want to face. Right. Domino's, whatever food was my BFF, right? That's wasn't freshman 13, it was freshman 30. So like with that, the, what was the truth? What was the truth that started to come to you that you wanted to avoid or emotionally bypass? And who had the courage in your life to bring you closer to that truth? Very few people in our lives will have the courage to bring us closer to our truth. And that's where I think therapy has such a beautiful component because it helps you acknowledge the truth that results do not happen overnight. However, it is in the courage to lean into that truth that helps you get eventually, keyword eventually, what you want. But that's not without you coming to the table. I'm going to toot our horns for a second. I think something that's really special about you and I is that we sip the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. oh we sip that Kool-Aid real good. preach what we sow. Is that the correct terminology? Practice what we preach. We do what sure. we talk about. Thank you. We also <laughs> reap what we sow. What we we also sow what we reap. <laughs> we do the things that we tell our clients we do the things that we talk about i think that's what makes our therapy and coaching 
so special and unique. Again, I can't tell you how many clinicians that I know that are like, oh, I don't do that, but I tell my clients to. I'm like, why? Why would they listen to you? Why should they listen to you if you're not even going to do it? So I think that is something that is so special about us. And the reason I say that is because you and I have the firsthand experience of what happens when you do just Mm -hmm. face the mirror. I mean, look at where our lives have gone. Look at the women that we are and who we've become as a result of not being afraid to do the really hard work. Not being afraid to look at the demons and face the traumas and to make the really pivotal changes in our lives that we needed to in order to heal and in order to change. I mean, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I would not be the woman that I am sitting here today if I wasn't willing to really stand nakedly, metaphorically, and literally in front of the mirror and say, okay, (laughs) this is where I am. This is who I am. This is what's happening. I'm not okay with it and I need to change it. And then actually do it. And again, it is never easy. It has never been something that's been easy. But I'm so, so glad that I did. Because my life has become so much better as a result. And I get to help other (laughs) people do it. And I say that to my clients. Every single new client I get, I will say to them verbatim, I will never tell you to do something that Mm -hmm. I haven't done or that I wouldn't do. And it builds so much trust because they're like, okay, she's not full of it. She's actually going to be real. She's actually going to be honest and tell me the truth. And I trust that when I'm going through it, they're actually going to be able to be there to help me. I can't tell you how many people's lives have been changed because of the work that they were willing to put in Mm -hmm. with Amelia and I. They were really willing to look in the mirror and their lives have drastically changed because of it. Every single thing that you want. And I guarantee it. There's some things I can't give you. I can't make you grow six inches. If I could, I'd do it for myself because I'm a hobbit. But (laughs) within reason, within reason, everything you want is on the other side of you being willing to face your demons with a person that is safe and actually has the know-how to help you. Are you willing to, though? That's the question. And if not, what's getting in the way? One of the things that just cropped up in my mind, and maybe this is my closing thought, I reposted this on my Instagram story a couple of days ago. And when this episode launched, it will have been probably like a couple of weeks ago at this point. But the essence of it was that pain passes through generations until someone has the courage enough to break yeah. that cycle. And that is what we have done. And I think it's just fascinating because like in just like the generations, I haven't had anyone really talk to me about trauma. I haven't really heard the fact, acknowledgement, acceptance that there is pain that's passed through our generations. And in any conversation that has come close to that, it's always been really taboo. Um, You know, when it comes to talking about therapy, mental health, emotional awareness, you know, like I, it's just fascinating that 
sometimes it just takes that one courageous person to really be the role model for other people to step into that light, to start being the cycle breaker, to start having conversations that bring ourselves and our family systems, our social systems more closer to the truth, whatever that truth is. So it, you you know, you're going to want to quit long before you see results, but that's exactly the irony in all of this. Sometimes they're not, the results just aren't visible, you know, and I have so many clients in mind, maybe would never show or butt heads on the surface. You know, if you were like to plant a seed of like an actual tangible seed and like put it in a pot, put it in the light, and then you'd be able to see the plant grow with the things that come up in therapy, the things that are addressed in therapy. Sometimes it's not the tangible progress that you end up seeing, but it is the physical, the emotional, the spiritual progress that you see and feel that is so critical. And, you know, you can ask an outside objective person you know, what their perspective is. And that's really where they start to see all the movement that you've made when it comes to therapy, when it comes to coaching, and when it comes to absorbing the wisdom that's shared by people who are practitioners in their day-to-day more than they are talkers. So I think that that's really special. And here's the thing, if you struggled to be that cycle breaker, you know, here's that call to action for you. DM DM your girls. So my episode suggestion is 258. Why do I keep boxing up my emotions? It's for those people that are struggling Uh to face their truth or are avoiding getting support, getting help, getting therapy, getting coaching, getting that additional level of support to help them become a better version of themselves. So that's mine. 197, the truth about healing. Talk about a lot of truths on this show. All right, everybody. We hope this episode resonated. We hope that this inspired you to want to take action. If you are ready, if this episode gave you that kick in the ass that you needed, that you're like, you know what? It's time. We have a few programs that might be the perfect fit for you. (laughs) Actually, I know they will be. I'm going to just say it. Number one is one-on-one therapy and or one-on-one coaching. We have spots available for that if you're ready for a weekly or bi-weekly therapy or coaching program. If that's maybe a little too intensive for you, you want to dip your toe in before you fully commit, we have the You Do You program. It is a completely online, at your pace, coaching and therapy program that is extremely affordable. And we already have people who have signed up that adore it and live by it. So if either of those sound like the right plan for you, get down in the DMs or go to evolveventurestech.com slash therapy and all of the information is there. All right, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth.
Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.